0: It's a trick and a trick It's a trick and a trick Trick, we've been tricked. it's a trick. Trick, we've been tricked. Trick, and the thinking we need that, we need this. Trick, in the thinking since we rap, we get rich. Trick, trick. My nigga, is a trick. welcome to the exposition. Trick, it's a trick, we've been tricked. In the thinking that the art is a pie to be split. My nigga, that's a farce. It's a lie, we've been tricked. If you can name a record label guy taking risks. Then I can name a misdirected guy that's been tricked Welcome to the exposition why I don't fuck with them Only thing they taking is your publishing Watch you make mistakes in the court of public sin Got you concentrating on hitting the club, getting spins Balling off of your budget, that's at your expense The A&R spending five, they deducting ten Trick, 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 we've been tricked Trick, it's a trick, my nigga, it's a trick Trick in the thinking we need them to exist. Trick in the thinking that my sister is a bitch. Thinking I can kiss these random bitches on the lips. Thinking that my health is not an issue till I'm sick. Forever having issues with my brother, that's a trick. Because we crips and bloods, we kill each other, that's a trick. Think because you do crime that you cannot fall victim. Think you can drink and drive, not end up in car collision. From day one at the hospital, they target our children. Say they gon' immunize them, they somehow get autism. Welcome and to the exposition. I record speaking on my life. Expect to receive blessings out here cheating on my wife. Trick, trick, it's a trick. We've been tricked, trick, trick. trick. A nigga, you been tricked. Welcome to the exposition.
1: Today's episode is called Revolution versus Mass Confusion. What's really going on? owners
0: of are magicians. That's a trick. Why not disappearing in the system? That's a trick, trick, trick. My nigga, we been trick, trick, trick. My nigga, that's a trick. The pen is a black magic hat. That's a trick. Pull your rabbit ass out and put you back. That's a trick. Thinking it's a rite of passage for a black male Real nigga till you enter that jail. It's a trick, it's a spell. You'll be witch, it's a hell L. You're bigger than that prison like Mandela in the cell. Made you fall in love with sitting in a prison room. They swept you under the rug, with no not What about your son sitting in your bitches home? Without you, he's a thug. Prison business just restored. Trick and My nigga, it's a trick. Trick is a trick. and the trick, it's a trick. Alright, alright, all right, all
1: right, all right, all right. All right. Welcome
2: to the exposition. It's chaos going on in the world. America's on fire. There's protests and riots and arsons and businesses burning from New York to D.C. to L.A. to motherfucking Minnesota. Minneapolis representing out here putting in this motherfucking work. But what the fuck is really going on? You know, we always have been told that, you know, the magician. When he's moving his hand. That ain't the hand that you got to pay attention. That's a distraction. That's to get you off of your focus. So you can be deceived and led to believe what they want you to believe. Why is that important? As my nigga Pharaoh say, <laughs> my nigga, we've been tripped. They, 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 fucking with our minds. You know what I'm saying? They fucking with our psychology. They understand our psychosis. These motherfuckers is smart. They not no dumb motherfuckers that we fucking with. And that means we got to get our smarts together. We got to get our intelligence together because these motherfuckers is not stupid out here. And we got to make sure we're not taking the bait. You know what I'm saying? I think we have taken the bait. But these motherfuckers ain't playing and they ain't stupid they smart nigga And you niggas better watch you all ass
1: it's been a long time coming but now I'm back up in this to hit these keep the strong rhymes running shit don't 10 years it ain't changed one bit. It's all about the real nigga. I keep it real nigga. Post it out with your phone with Tommy Hill. Nigga. I think you niggas want to see. The side of society, they don't see your TV. So when uh, I bring this shit, I bring this shit, shit like i seen it.
2: When I scream this shit, I scream this shit like I, I mean it. Mean no it. secret.
1: What the fuck is it? Yeah, I'm a threat. Cause I ain't falling mm-hmm. short to the traps, the demons set. That's what. Now I got my head in the books. And Crack my my definition. Ragged. Now look, we living on the lives that they set. when we were treated, treated like, like dogs, dogs and wasn't shit. And slowly, but show leave the shit changed. They fuck with the few black people. get blamed. Damn shame. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers one-sided. And blacks, we get lost in the source. Because, because we people. unguided. These motherfuckers had a plan from the start. But they, de- they, they smart <laughs> They the bad guy, guy. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> <they a laughs> better
2: watch y'all ass
1: <laughs>
2: Alright alright let's get this motherfucking show started God damn it Stop playing around and let's get to this motherfucking funk We got some shit to discuss i'll be right back
3: azalea from radington hello yes in memphis i'm calling from memphis azalea from memphis what's on your mind uh yes sir
4: um i'm calling in in reference to this uh my so race war um i've been doing research and i read a lot i don't look at cnn i don't look at that that crap because those television stations are very misleading and and I just I don't listen to it but um but anyway I've done my research and I've looked into um things that are happening now and basically you know there's nothing wrong with um with having a peaceful um if you want to have you know like a peaceful gathering and you want to protest that's okay as long as it's peaceful but it but in in a time like this With the, with the so-called plant, uh, pandemic coronavirus going around, uh, which what I'm getting at has caused a lot of businesses to close. It has put the, um, economy, it's a strain on the economy, people losing jobs. Some people won't have jobs to go back to. And it's, it's a, it's an utter mess. But then on top of that, with this, with this, I call it staged, planned um execution of of a black man which these two guys they knew each other this this just some freemason crap that's going on anyway to arouse the, the black community to get them to um to keep burning down their communities which doesn't make sense to me i feel like we're gonna fight to get our point across why can't we use our heads and fight by withholding our cash withholding our money just you know don't burn your communities down because those walmarts those not you no walmarts those target stores and and walgreens all the other stores that's someone's job when you burning your communities you're jumping on the police and these imposters yes there are imposters there those people that's what they're paid to do they're paid to burn down and and they keep the fire going so that Army National Guards can start coming in. Well, and here's is the problem, sister,
3: off. here's the problem. The problem is we shouldn't need nobody else to do that for us because the police are coming in regardless. The National Guard's coming in regardless. It wasn't imposters in Watts back in the sixties. It wasn't imposters in Cleveland back in the sixties. It wasn't imposters in Chicago back in the sixties and seventies. It wasn't imposters then and it shouldn't be imposters now. Black folk are in the streets. Black folk are doing work. Black folk are getting it going and this all just comes with the territory, so I'm not afraid about the National Guard. We shouldn't be afraid about that in the first place. Take a look at what they do when you are afraid. If they don't come get you as a group, they come get you as individuals. So not really worried about that, to be totally honest. Thank you very much for giving us a call <laughs> Let me get a caller from area code 754. You're on live with the Black Channel. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, ready. I think we are really, in the big, you know, if you're ready, this might need a big war. What is your name? Where are you calling from? My name's Thomas. Calling from Hollywood, Florida. Thomas from Hollywood, Florida. What is on your mind, Thomas? Yes.
0: Yes, sir. Just want to let you know. I think to let everybody know this revolution is real and uh, i want to follow my general so i'm prepared to go to shreveport louisiana so you you can lead me in battle jason how may i get in touch with you so we can do this
3: okay we're not rising up in shreveport where you're calling from florida yes sir okay i believe there's a young man named trayvon martin who was killed six years ago in Florida?
2: Yeah, and yep, so
3: far that crime has not been punished in any way. Not at all. But and Trayvon, and Trayvon is one among many. So, what are you going to do in Florida?
4: Well, George Zimmerman, he's already done for. That's already Okay, most brother, no, no, understand.
3: no, it's not, brother, no. I'm asking you, what are you going to do in Florida? That's why I'm calling you. Okay, the, brother, the brother, brother, if you're in Florida, why in the hell are you trying to suck up under another man? Because now's the time. You're okay, in brother, man, this how, how what? brother, this sounds like some hoe stuff. I don't, bro, I don't do, you, you brother, I don't do, now. The I don't do, on, I don't do hoe stuff.
1: Brother, you not ready to fight? This is bullshit. Brother,
3: you're in Florida asking another man, hey, can I come run out of Florida? It's time to put work in in Florida. Not, not so any, man. Yep, yep, get yep, off yep. the phone here. It's time to put work in in Florida.
1: It's time to put work in in Florida. It's time to put work in in Minnesota. He said it's time Zimmerman to put work in for. in Chicago. Zimmerman ain't done, fo. Till we murder that bitch. Nigga, please. Hold on.
2: Time out. I ain't trying to get myself illiter- uh, arrested. I'm not calling for the Call murder. Call from
3: area code 215. You're on live. I'm the not Black calling
2: Channel.
3: for the
1: murder of Zimmerman. Yeah, how you doing, man? But well, fuck that bitch.
2: You know what I'm saying? Hey, I was listening to the Black Channel tonight.
1: And uh yeah,
2: yeah, I was listening to the Black Channel today, listening to this video, and I've doing some thinking, trying to get my mind together about what's really going on, what's really good in the hood. Welcome to the exposition. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And tonight's episode is called Revolution or Mass Confusion. Let's get it going. Welcome. Welcome back to the exposition. Here we are now. Here we are in 2020, dealing with all kinds of fuckery. It's been one hell of a ride thus thus far. It's been one hell of a trip this 2020. And if 2020 is about seeing clearly, I think we all waking up a little bit right now to what's really going on in this world. And that's what we we'll are here to discuss today. What's really going on? Revolution versus mass confusion. Because I see a lot of mass confusion. I see a lot of people just trying to understand what's happening. I see a lot of misinformation. You know, this reminds me of my cousin... When she passed, didn't a lot of people know what happened, and it was just trying to piece it all together, and that's what I've been doing, just trying to piece it all together and get down to the truth. R.I.P. to Nakia Moody, murdered by the police this year, and I believe a strangulation in Minnesota, where I believe they had 44 cases of illegal Neck and shoulder chokes that were used to and uh, resulted into unconsciousness, brain damage, and even death. And that's just the ones that we know about. The ones that was reported. I think a lot of the ones that might have died, we might not even know what happened to their ass. Because they ain't there to tell their side of the story. But it reminds me of that situation trying to put everything together. And, you know. Before we get to revolution, let's deal with this mass confusion. There's a lot of mass confusion out here. niggas got deceived. We caught up in this shit, man. Yo. Welcome back to the exposition. All right, man, let's go ahead and get into this right now, man. Play the little music and just set the tone and get into the, you know what I'm saying, mindset of what I want to discuss and collect my thoughts. But now we here. I played that clip with Professor Black Troop. No, that was Jason Black. Excuse me. Shout out to Professor Black Truth too and Jason Black, man. Out of all the people out here that's been holding it down, I got respect for the Tariq Nasheeds. I got respect, you know what I'm saying, for the General Setis. I got respects, you know what I'm saying, a little bit for Pharaoh, but that shit's starting to wane a little bit, cause sometimes I don't know what that little nigga be on. But he intelligent though, and he be dropping facts. You know what I'm saying? We all dealing with this mass confusion right now, though, and the reason why I played that little clip, because I wanted to get that shit that that woman was saying, because one of the biggest things that been bothering me throughout this whole motherfucking ordeal is this, you're burning down your own community narrative that is being pushed. And it's pressed by the dominant society for us to peacefully protest in the way that they think is appropriate. Fuck all of that. Or as my folks down in Louisville say, shout out to Louisville. We just came back from there last week and it's still going down. We got an update on that too coming. But as my folks in the ville say, I ain't trying to hear. I ain't hearing. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about none of that. I can't do their accent, and I'm not going to fucking mock them by even attempting to it, because I'm from the soda, my nigga. I got that northern speech. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we ain't trying to hear none of that. We don't care about none of that. Let me just uh, break down why this whole ideology is problematic from the outside and the inside. One, burning down your community would consist of <coughs> burning down the homes that you live in. <coughs> burning the stores that you own. Not the stores you shop at. your attachment to the convenience of their convenience stores is part of the problem to begin with. We don't get to that. Merely having access and being a customer somewhere does not make that store yours. It is only yours in the sense that you occupy the space and purchase products from there. And it's in a relative close distance to where the fuck you live. But do you own that shit? Do they even really serve your community? Dr. Claude Anderson has spoken many times about a capital drain. And this is why I gotta attack this shit. This is mass confusion out here is deterring from real revolutionary action. Black folks kicking all this bullshit and regurgitating these white supremacist cracker talking points. Niggas, it's more attached to the materialism In the comfort of American life than they are to the lives of their fellow Americans. Niggas that value motherfucking property and material shit over human motherfucking life. It's problematic. But back to the motherfucking point, you're not burning down your fucking neighborhood. You're burning down a store that doesn't belong to you. That isn't yours and does not serve you. And ninety percent of the shit in there is killing you. Bottom line, you shouldn't be in the fucking store in the first place. Shouldn't be up shopping in Target. Where the fuck is niggas going? Wake up! We at war out here. Been at war for four hundred fucking years, and you crying about they store, and they ain't never cried over none of your dead kids. Shall I proceed? Why is this narrative of burning down your own community problematic? Because it's not fucking yours. It may have been at one point in time before they drove a motherfucking freeway through it. Or burned it down. Dropped a building on it. Dropped a bomb on your buildings. before you abandon it because you thought white society's ice was colder. So you wanted to integrate into dominant society. Shit might've been yours at one point in time, but unless you in Detroit, parts of Chicago, Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Houston, you know what I'm saying? Cities where niggas been in for a long time, Mississippi, all that shit throughout the South. You know what I'm saying? Niggas been down there way longer. And had way more, you know what I'm saying, time there. We just, we knew to the north. I mean, we always been all over this joint. But if we one hunted about it, blacks was deep in the south. And we got ran up out of there by these crackers and we came up north. Looking for what? I don't know. Maybe we thought northern crackers was going to be better than southern crackers. Well, I guess the southern crackers was killing the fuck out of us. <laughs> we thought the northern crackers were at least they just gonna, you know, have to deal with their racism and segregation and all of that bullshit. But the whole fucking point that I'm making is, nigga, we own not own 90% of that shit in there. Probably not even the house that you live in. I got people out in Minnesota, people here in Chicago, and all over this nation where these riots have taken place and... There's always, and there's the inevitable point that, one, first thing we got to understand is, this is blind, unbridled rage. And that's a big part of the fucking problem within and of itself. Us old niggas, us old black people, and I'm putting myself in that. have been subdued we've been beaten down I have been arrested fought with the police and snatched out of my vehicle stopped from walking down the streets chased you know what I'm saying I'm tired of fucking with the fucking police I'm to the point in my life I got me a cool little job I just wanna be at peace the fight has been snatched from me. I mean it was all in the Tupac clip on Kendrick. You know ain't too many niggas over 30 motherfucking out here still banging. Thirties is the new 20 though. So nigga I'm still hot still. But I'm pushing on 40 my nigga. What I'm saying is I'm way too vested in this shit. You feel me? So I include myself into the complacent negroes. I hold that conviction upon myself. That I have not acted as I should have acted. And as I've known that I should have been acting since before 9 11. Cause I'm not new to this, I'm true to this. You feel me? Old niggas be asking me how I know so much, cause I listen. While you was talking too much, I was getting in the position next to motherfuckers that was out here doing what it is that I respect and was taught to respect. And I shut the fuck up when I was around them niggas and I listened. I had many black teachers of old dropping this history and knowledge on me and uh, what they knew was coming with this Illuminati shit. And I don't even like using that word because motherfuckers give these crackers too much. They're not that smart. They're smart, but they're not that smart, but they are. We give them too much power and too much control. They smart. They in position. The chess game is definitely at them winning right now. But we can win this. And sometimes we be feeling so behind the eight ball that we don't see a way out of this shit. So we just become complacent and we just want to get our little corner and build our little nest of if we can go bury our asses in and be comfortable and pretend like the war ain't raging outside. But you can't pretend no more, nigga. It's at your front door, nigga. And they're saying they want war, nigga. See, these youths is out here. And they mad as fuck. So I don't blame them. I'm not going to motherfucking throw stones at them for going out here and going wild. People want to look at this like, why are you doing this? And that's the wrong motherfucking question. Or how do we get to this point? Wrong motherfucking question. We know why we're here. And we know how we got here. And we know how to end this shit. Motherfuckers just don't want to come off of that power. It ain't going to never come up off of that power unless you make them do it. So what these youths is doing is the right shit. We supposed to burn some shit the fuck down. If they kill one of our motherfucking kids, we supposed to burn the building down with them in that bitch. And if I go to jail for it and do life, good. Fuck it. If I get the death penalty, okay. But I bet you bitches won't be doing that shit no more. Or there'll be consequences. And there'll be consequences every time. There always has to be somebody that's willing to step up and take that charge for the motherfucking cause. Because this is what the fuck it is, man. We're in a losing battle. The only real weapon we have is our bodies and these cameras to show these injustices and the inhumanity with which we are being treated. The same weapon that we had to use in the 60s. And the threat of violence was a part of that too. So yeah, it will be casualties. It could be me, but it always could be me. So the youth ain't trying to hear about a peaceful protest. They don't seen. A peaceful protest every couple, every year at least one. We'll put it like that. For the last ten, fifteen years since they've been coming up through the Obama era into Trump. The last, we'll just go with that twelve years. Not even gonna put the Bush era in it. But my whole point is that earlier, I'm kind of rambling a little bit and all over the place. But the point that I was means I've had. Older people that I listened to that was breaking this shit down to me. They was telling me when 2000 hit, y'all better be ready because these people was about to put their plan in motion. I remember being told that. I remember studying the Panthers and the Black Liberation struggle and everything that we done been through since we got here. And what is to come. And I was informed but unaware. You know what I'm saying? Or aware, but not really informed. You know what I'm saying? I knew enough, but not enough. But this has been coming. And the reason why the burning your own neighborhoods down narrative bothers me so much is one. As already stated, it's not ours. And then two. Because we're not supposedly the ones burning it down. And this is where the trick comes in. Because I remember I got a. Email. A message from a person. With this information about. White People. And white supremacist groups and neo-Nazis and KKKs have infiltrated the protests and are burning shit down. And with all the information that I have been able to gather from on the ground in Minnesota, this is true. The guy that you see starting that first fire is definitely a cop. You can tell, you can know this by the simple fact of when he is pressed. The first thing he asks the guy that's pressing him is, are you a cop? Let's think about this logically. Why would a person say that? That's some undercover cop shit. Or some infiltrator shit. But see, there's this narrative being pushed that all these other groups that came in and were co-opting the struggle in order to cause anarchy and terror. There's this narrative that people are trying to hijack the movement for George Floyd. And this is true and false. There's always been agents and provocateurs amongst us. There's always been sellout-ass niggas amongst us. Those things do exist. And the ideology that came across me today is that that first fire that was set was set by the police or by somebody that they called with the intent of of controlled chaos. To take your focus away from the police station that you were vandalizing and destroying, the cops that you were throwing rocks at and beating that had completely lost control of the situation, the cars that you were raiding and vandalizing and s- snatching the shit out of. Niggas was going ape shit on them motherfucking crackers. It ain't know what to do. Or did they have a plan in order for just an occasion? Or they would begin to set fire to the community and for the damage that we had done, for the audacity of standing up to them, for the audacity of stripping them of their authority with a badge and gun on the side of them, that they have used to brutalize you and beat you into submission your entire life, that you would one day stand up and spit on that shit and say that shit is meaningless because authority is only effective when it's respected. You can use fear and beat me down, but I'm only subverting my own internal desire to strangle the fuck out of your ass out of fear. And eventually, my desire to uh, live is going to overcome that fear. Authority must be respected. Fear only works for so long. It has a strong stranglehold on the mind. But eventually, that fear breaks when you realize that you're going to die any fucking way. So back to this mass confusion. This narrative was pushed that white supremacist groups and people from out of town were coming in and they were the one doing all the looting and burning. And this is true. When you watch the video, it's not just black people, it's white people, it's Hispanics doing a lot of looting. Doing a lot of snatching shit. Snatch and grab. And then you see buildings burning. The narrative is being pushed is that they were attempting to sow chaos in our midst. And here is just the fucking truth. There were people down there that were really pissed about George Floyd. And they were ready to do what they were supposed to have been did the last time this shit happened. Fuck these cops up. That energy was deterred. Stores were broken into. And then looting began. And this group think. Everybody see. Smash and grab. They want to get them some shit. And then you got all these people that's here. Because they want to get some shit. And there are people out here. That's out here. Because they just want to destroy some shit. And I say. Okay. Let it all burn down. But. We cannot operate off of emotionalism alone. And this is where we reached a problem that we are at today where people have destroyed their own, not their own. But people have been misled and have aided and also stood by while the stores that they use to feed themselves and close themselves and get the supplies that they need were destroyed. I personally think there was a lot of white people coming into the city. We got Corona fear going on. We don't know if the economy going to come back. This was America's snatch and grab. This was the next step after toilet paper. It's just they came to your community to stash it. They piggybacked off of your movement. You know what I'm saying? it came and raided and looted your communities and burned shit. And niggas burned shit too. We burned some shit too. We looted some shit too in our anger. Was it right? Was it wrong? We can argue about that shit until the next nigga gets shot. But what I'm seeing here lies an opportunity amongst this confusion. And this is where we get to revolution. Uh, Some of that property that was burned down. We need um, specific earmarking for black businesses across this nation. Grocery stores have been pillaged and destroyed in black communities from Louisville to Chicago to Minneapolis. That's a pipeline. 94 to 65. we got a problem in Memphis because that's right down the street. Do we have any black farmers out here? Do we have any black people with some capital that can invest in these areas? Can we get a black grocery store going through here to help feed our people through this struggle? Could we come together and get a GoFundMe for that? To start buying up some of these grocery stores and fixing them and putting black people in there that own it. That's a long-term goal. But back to this mass confusion. I was sitting here thinking the other day, because I got this article talking about white supremacists, neo-Nazis have infiltrated your groups. <sighs> My nigga, you've been tricked. True and false. False. There was some white supremacists there. Looking to harm black people, looking to destroy black businesses, looking to get businesses out of areas that they want. You know, I don't watch the Ozark. I know you crackers think. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want your monopolies and shit. Y'all want to put hotels on motherfucking boardwalk and there's small businesses and other businesses that stand in your way. I'm sure there's white people that came into the neighborhood and helped destroy it with the intent of gentrification without a doubt in my motherfucking mind. And that's where we've been tricked because now all the property that we did own in these communities, now the price of that shit done motherfucking dropped. Now access to resources in these communities are sparse. So people are probably, jobs are going to be less. People are going to start leaving these areas. And one or two things are going to happen. In areas like Rondo. Where the states of Minnesota and St. Paul specifically has been putting in. Massive amounts of investment into the University at Dale area to raise the value of that area. What's going to happen there is you're going to have white people coming in trying to gentrify and buy all this shit up for tre- cheap, cheap. And push you all the way the fuck out of these areas. Raise the fucking price up slowly on the edges by St. Paul College and over there by the McDonald's and Sears. Start bringing in the condos and the hotels and making the property value slowly start to go up in the areas close to downtown. And slowly encroaching from Grand and the wider sides of town and taking that area over. And in other areas, you're going to see shit. It's going to look like Little Rock, Arkansas. You feel me? You might have a, a store in there, but there's nothing in that sound. It's going to be like Gary, Indiana. There's nothing there. Very few people, li- people that's living there, you know what I'm saying? They have very little. And there's not much to do, and they don't own very much. And, you know, you can look at there's still a part of, certain areas where there's been rights before like in Detroit where you can go and that shit has never been rebuilt it's just a fucking parking lot but we have this is where we get to the a revolutionary part we have the history an understanding of what's happened before to try to push an agenda that plays this situation in our favor in the future if we are organized cognizant aware you know i find it back to this mass confusion and i'm just you know bouncing back and forth here man these are just thoughts i just got off of work from an 11 hour shift yeah I'm saying it's six o'clock in the morning. I'm tired as hell. I'm just going over different thoughts from uh just really taking a moment to think about things today. And yeah. We've been tricked. You know what I'm saying? In this mass confusion, we have Started some shit, I'm not sure we have the strength to see it through. I see so many Negroes talking this boot-licking ass kissing shit. The scared talk, as Ox would say, don't come to my house with scared business. We don't do that here. Can't be scared right now. Our lives has been in the lottery of white supremacy every fucking day. Shit, the cops said I got into it. They could have killed me. And wouldn't nobody have known better? You got to get rid of this scared business. We got to get rid of this coonery and buffoonery. You got to stop thinking that we got allies out here. Which brings me to another point in the mass confusion. The, The thing that kind of made me think about it is that black and white race relations have been something that the government has used to deter social movements forever. The creation and existence of black and white is specifically from uprisings 1861 was the first time excuse me i said 1861 that's a little bit too too recent in history no 1681 excuse me let me get my facts straight 1681 is the first time that you see black and white in law books and in writings and in history that is recorded why is this important cuz prior to 1681 maybe 10 years before that was the end of Bacon's Rebellion what was Bacon's Rebellion i think we all should know this by now what prior to the construction of what we call America and the ratification of the constitution during european Rule no, 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 I'm tripping, I'm going back too far again, I told you, I'm sleepy, but anyway, during this time, there was Bacon's rebellion, they all rose up, black and white people got together, white, um, yeah, before the Constitution, even yeah, that was seventeen, something, so I was right, but um at this time, you feel me. White indentured servants and black slaves decided to get together and motherfucking say we had had enough of this shit, and the elitists said, "You know what? We can't have is these black and white people coming together, and um, yeah, we can't fight them. Well, they weren't black and white people at that time; they were something else. You know, what I'm saying." But we're just going to use today's terms. So they created this identity of whiteness and blackness. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? They created this subsection of, you know, I think maybe following in the steps of places like India with a nice little caste system that's based on color. They created the bottom class of blacks, And an upper class of whites. And they gave the whites a little privilege to help oppress the blacks. And over time, other groups began to be collected into the terminology of white in order to increase their numbers. So that's when you get your Irish and Italians and your Welsh and your Dutch and your Germans and all these other motherfuckers start becoming white because none of these uh, foreign groups that came here were part of the group when they got here. They were immigrants and they were not necessarily wanted. (laughs) Except as labor. Why is this important? Race has been used throughout history to trick us, man. Redlining only works when white people are scared of losing the value of their property because black people are moving in and black people are escaping the poverty of the ghetto. It creates this tension from which you can extract money. As a realtor, you can move a white, a black person into a white neighborhood and then tell all the white people that their property values are going to drop. And matter of fact, they already have. You can acquire this property at a much lower rate and then turn around and sell that same property to a black person escaping poverty for more than what it's worth. Because it's a white neighborhood. Like They've been fucking with us with this shit for a long time a lot of the white people that were there are just as pissed off as you are. So you got all these different forces colliding us together. A part of me wanted to conceive a notion because, you know, There was an FBI case talking about white supremacists subduing the police force, not subduing. I mean, but, um, coercing the police force, infiltrating it. So when I thought about that in reflection to, um, These stories about white supremacists getting into the protests, I'm like, well, dang, maybe there's something bigger going on here. There was four or five deaths of African-Americans within like a week, all unjust, almost like they were tempting us to say, fuck pandemic, fuck everything else. We got to take it to the streets. Are we going to react emotionally? There's a part of me thinking that all of this has been orchestrated. There's so many different factors playing into what's going on. And I want to have some allies. I want to believe that some of these white people is on our side. But I don't think that at this point in time, we got time to motherfucking even fuck with all of that. The protest must continue. If we go into the house now. We are going to play this same jump rope in and out the motherfucking double Dutch shit for the rest of our lives and the lives of our children and the children behind them. Until we get to this point again. We must continue to fight. But we must also. See through the manipulation, the lies, and the mass confusion. I was only gonna play the beginning of what the girl was talking about, cause it was a whole lot of a whole lot of fuckery in that. My fucking, you know. And I respect the old lady. I don't wanna, you know. She's speaking from fear. She's speaking from things have always been a certain way in her life and she's accepted that and she just wants them to go back to be in peace it reminds me of the the Joker speech in the dark night peace even if it means somebody getting shot every month or every other week by the police we're not I know no I'm not, not that was Age of Ultron, actually, I was thinking about, not the Joker, but it was like Thor was saying he wanted peace, and then Ultron was like, I think you're mistaking that for quiet, you know what I'm saying? We're mistaking peace for quiet. We're mistaking peace for silence, and if we just don't say nothing, if we just don't act out, we just keep our head down. Maybe we can live our lives without it impacting us until it's our sister, our cousin, our niece, our uncle, our brother. Protests cannot stop. But we also cannot be pawns in somebody else's game. I don't give a fuck about burning down their stores. We should burn down every one of their fucking stores and replace it with them on our own because we shouldn't have been in that bitch in the first place. And that's not just for black people. You know, I think white people need to understand this too. I think white people need to just remove the white out of their shit and just our European-American brothers and sisters. Get that white out of your language. That's part of the mass confusion. You have the illusion that you're a part of the motherfucking dominant society and you're not. Use a nigga too. Sorry to inform you. And that's why a lot of these white people is mad. Because the benefits that were allotted to you, you know what I'm saying, have been stripped of you. Y'all was given that upper middle class access and then a lot of y'all have been knocked back down and y'all down here with us again. They're destroying that middle class. And that's why a lot of y'all are angry because the privilege that you once had is disappearing because they don't need you. They've uploaded America with a fresh group of immigrants that are just happy to be here. And they've actually been much more successful, maybe, than both of us Asian American and Hispanic groups. You know what I'm saying? Y'all all suffer the same shit that we go through, but Asian communities have been pretty successful for establishing businesses and isolating their communities and keeping them safe and not overcome by the bullshit. I would say the same thing for Hispanic communities. Y'all stay pretty close knit, keep y'all family and you keep your cultures the problem with both black and white people in this country is we has lost our fucking identity. We don't know who the fuck we are anymore. So I think that other cultures come here with a leg up because they know that they are not us. You know what I'm saying? Like they come here, they're part of the group. We all get along, get the melting pot going on, but they maintain their culture. They maintain their identity as Asian American or Hispanic American in a way that I think black and white people have lost our way. I think we don't bought too much into this African-American shit. You know what I'm saying? I think we think that we're actually a part of the team now. And for many of us, that's actually kind of true. You've managed to get to school and be successful in underneath this society. You straight. For the most part, you still encounter racism here and there, but usually not the deadly kind. You know, Bill Cosby or son or Michael Jordan's dad, you know, those are anomalies. Usually. Once you get the money. You be straight. And on a side note, I think both of those incidents caused some severe self hatred towards black people in both of those men. You don't really hear Jordan speaking up on behalf of black people. But he's out here now. And Bill Cosby had his whole tirade where he was speaking against black people. And he's not out here now. man <clears throat> a lot of mass confusion going on. i was actually biting on that cheese a little bit that they said out there because there is truth to that you know what i'm saying I've, the situation is different in different areas i've been in down in louisville i've been out here in chicago i haven't been back to minnesota yet so i'm getting all my information there vicariously But the situation with the white people in Minnesota is completely different from the situation from the white people in Louisville. You know what I'm saying? There's two different types of white folks. You know what I'm saying? There's those that's that's really, you know, with the shits. I think a lot of white people that showed up That was helping us burn shit the fuck down. They was coming through. They was riding. Like y'all ready to tear this shit out? Because we're tired of this shit too. But the division is slipped in by the police and the government. Those white people are here destroying your shit. That shit don't belong to neither one of y'all. We're attacking the establishment. The trick is making us think that we're fighting over our shit or their shit When the truth is, what we need to do is collectively destroy all of this shit and start over. Will we attach to this American dream? Do we just want peace with the vast amount of homelessness? Do we just want peace? with the long ass hours at work and never being able to see your family and wages that don't quite suffice for the vast majority of us do we want just peace when many of us don't have access to adequate health care do we just want peace When most of us are harassed and that enforcement arm of the law is used excessively to keep us in place and never penalize for our murders, do we just want peace or do we want a piece of the pie, a piece of the power, a voice in what the fuck is going on out here? Which brings me back to the revolution. What is our motherfucking agenda here? What is it that we hope to fucking accomplish? Because there's a lot of confusion. I hear people talk about charges. I hear people talking about arrests. I hear people talking about convictions. I hear people talking about police Policing our own communities. I hear people talking about. um, Legislative changes. I hear people talking about. A lot of shit. Do we have a collective agenda as black people? Is convictions enough? For you and we just play this lottery again until the next time it happens and then we got to do this whole shit all over again real st- systemic change is going to have to come from discomfort and you know, that's what I learned for myself, because I was on quarantine before everybody else was on quarantine, I had a sort of a midlife crisis or whatever, but I was living alone in isolation down here in Illinois, and it it really gave me some time to think and confront some things within myself that only sitting in this motherfucking house and being alone with myself, I could confront, and I say that to say to black people we need to come together alone and confront our collective issues i started to say this earlier i was only going to play the beginning clip but i let it keep going because i liked what he said to the next guy we got to get off of this whole shit And looking for allies and looking for somebody to lead us and take fucking leadership. Take accountability for our own motherfucking shit. That's the revolution. And plans, plot and strategize to secure what it is that we need to survive in this motherfucking world because we are at war. And when we get ourselves together, then we can go talk about allies. You got to stop playing these reindeer games. By all means, fuck the system. You want to loot a store, loot a store. You want to burn some shit down, burn some shit down. You want to burn down a police station, a motherfucking courthouse, or do anything that disrupts the government's ability to govern, and then you're actually on the right track. That's revolution. Or do we just want some sneakers? You want to snatch some jewelry? And by all means, get your come-ups, my nigga. I'm not going to hate on that in any motherfucking way. I've always been anti establishment, anti-motherfucking the government, anti-motherfucking corporation. I'm not attached to their motherfucking paper in any way, shape, or form. You feel me? I don't give a fuck if any of these bitches companies com- companies go under because a lot of them are built off the black of the wealth that was created through slave labor. So as far as I'm concerned, burn all of that shit down and let's all get back on the same level. But this time we build it together. It's not me building it for you. We gonna get all equal out here or we don't get the fuck away from each other which would be my motherfucking suggestion. That would be my agenda for black people to take care of black people and focus on black people's needs and to get everybody else to fuck out of our business and let us govern ourselves and get ourselves together and collectively figure out who the fuck we want to be as a people on our own without the influence of white people. And you bougie uppity Negroes that have been successful within the system that just want to see the motherfucking play resume after this intermission. Maybe y'all could just stay here or stay a part of this society and do what the fuck y'all want to do. But maybe for the ones that don't work, maybe out of this we can try to get us a little corner of this motherfucker that could just be ours or go somewhere else. I don't know what the answer is and I can't presume to make that choice for anybody else. But I personally feel like, you know, we got to, we need, we need sovereignty. But if we are going to stay here and we are going to be Americans and continue this integrated melting pots experiment, you know, one of the things that we're going to have to do is, when well, we're going to have to increase our numbers. We've been here all this time. There's no reason that we should be 13% of the population. We got to incubate and secure our communities and our families. You feel me? And we also got to take responsibility for ourselves and for these youths. We got to confront the issues that we face amongst ourselves head on. We can no longer allow these kids to run out here buck wild. We got to listen to them and they gotta listen to us we gotta get uh, some respect out here for each other there's a lot of work to be done and we gotta get down to it but um why is the looting and burning of random shit counterproductive to the struggle One, I don't give a fuck about looting and burning. But it is open season on black folks out here and looter is the new nigga. For example, looter and rioter, for example. The protests in Dallas, another place where the motherfucker pulled out the bow and arrow and the sword and then lied to the media and said he was attacked by a group of black people. But in actuality, we were the ones Acting out their aggression against us. Against peaceful protesters. Saying that they were protecting businesses. Also, here in Chicago. Situation with the Latin Kings and the SDs. And I don't know what the fuck the gangs is out here. I just got to this bitch and I'm not really giving a fuck about gangs right now. My only issue with gangs that I'm concerned with is the black gangs and how we can corral that energy and those people and bring them into the fold and give them opportunities and try to help ourselves be less self-destructive you know we gotta stop killing each other you gotta get these organizations back to what they intended to be There's growth and development, you know what I'm saying? We ain't a whole nother episode of the exposition. Right now, we're just dealing with what's going on. So anyway, there was this narrative being pushed that Latin kings had joined with the police to protect their communities against black looters. Which was very similar to the stories in Dallas about the swordsman and the motherfucking arrow guy. Under the guise of Stand Your Ground, it seems the Hispanics have chosen to ride with a white side. And start attacking random black people. But the narrative that's being pushed is that black folks are just went in there looting. So you can shoot them. And they were almost applauding these gang members as if they were heroes. They joined with the police. Why are the police ever working with a criminal organization? Pause. that's not even a narrative there's a guy on Facebook running around popping off big shit about any black person coming to their neighborhood they want smoke with okay niggas that's the route you want to choose I'd rather be allies but I'll stay the fuck out of your community but also understand that's a double-edged sword y'all got to come to work with us you have to leave little hacienda can't just stay in that motherfucker y'all got to re-up y'all got to come up out of there and y'all got to deal with the same cracker ass racist cops that we got to deal with so why the fuck you will not want to smoke with us is beyond me when a lot of you Hispanic motherfuckers was out here riding, looting and tearing up our communities with these foolish ass kids that's out here Jack and random businesses and this is where the looting and rioting becomes counterproductive because it's being used against you as a weapon to kill you without consequence and with impunity but they was doing that any motherfucking way I don't have the answers I'm just asking some questions because I really don't know where to stand myself I would maybe suggest instead of attacking random businesses and destroying every motherfucking thing that we should be out here protecting what is ours amongst this chaos and guiding this movement in the direction where we want it to go instead of having it used against us. I'm not mad about their stores. Fuck their stores we need to replace all of them with our stores we need our own tech companies competing, we need our own or we just want a piece of theirs, do we want peace or just a piece of theirs so I'm not mad about any of your businesses that be forced to leave our our neighborhoods In our communities. Because we can replace them with our own. If we organize and we have a fucking agenda. But what do we want? Revolution or mass confusion? We want some sneakers? Burn up the target. Get that motherfucker up out of here. But leave the little mom and pop shops alone. Don't just destroy white neighborhoods and white businesses and go into their areas and fuck they shit up without cause or any other community, let alone your own target specific motherfuckers with an agenda and a goal. You got to finance your motherfucking crew, get your paper, rob a bank what the fuck you gotta do I'm not gonna never motherfucking denounce that shit cause none of these motherfuckers give a fuck about us bang won't give you a fucking loan fuck it go take that motherfucking shit cause we gotta get ours and every other motherfucking gr- group done did it through criminality so I'm not taking anything off the fucking table when you're at war you can't have no fucking rules all is fair and love in war You can't have a length that you're willing to go through to But we we got this line here and we're going to go this far, but, but we can't go past this line. No, you have to be willing to kill, pillage and do everything that your enemy is willing to do to you. It's real talk. These cops kill us without a second thought. That second that you think about it will cost you your fucking life. We at war. And I don't think we fucking understand that shit. But we at war with this government. We don't need beef with Latin kings or Hispanic communities or poor whites or even middle class whites. Because they ain't the ones driving this motherfucking ship. Them other motherfuckers is them other motherfuckers. And we can deal with them on a case-by-case basis, on a state-by-state basis, on a community level, you feel me? With whichever y'all live there, you know what the fuck is real, who the fuck is fake. And if you don't, then figure that shit the fuck out. And get the motherfuckers that's not about building with you the fuck away from you. we got to get wise about this shit. We got to get smart. We got to start thinking about this shit. And what is it that we really want? We got to put pressure on them. And you don't put pressure on them by burning down a target. Don't give a fuck about that. They got insurance on that shit. They'll get that money back. They make a big huss and fuss about it. But actually, this is America's come up right now. real talk that's the other side of how this might have been orchestrated many businesses were going to go under just because of coronavirus many white folks was taking a strong ill because of coronavirus but now businesses that then struggled and might have failed anyway can get in clear insurance claims You know what I'm saying? The effort to rebuild downtown and clean up, like that's business is booming for shit. When I was downtown Louisville the day after that riot, there was a company out there boarding up all the motherfucking windows and you know what I'm saying, cleaning up all the trash. They get them little contracts real quick. They, they happy. They like the motherfucker that John Wick was calling in the movie you know what I'm saying after he bodied 30 motherfuckers and he needed somebody to come pick him up and he had to hit the old boy with that gold them gold coins he was smiling and rubbing his shit together he was glad the funk was going down because he's getting paid you gotta get smart we need to ensure that these areas where these businesses have been burned down due to the chaos that's going on it's got to be added to the toll because this wasn't all just us many people took advantage of pillaging our communities and that's okay but now that these businesses are up out of our communities we shouldn't be talking about when can we get them back we should be talking about if we want to let them back. You can't go into anybody else's, you know, community as I've heard Dr. Claude Anderson express, and just build businesses in there and not do anything for the motherfucking people in that community. Nobody else is going for that shit, but us. We happy just to have the Chinese food there. You ain't got to hire a black person to work there, and then even when they do, they probably got a female in there they're trying to fuck and take advantage of and manipulate or rape and fill on, you know what I'm saying or take advantage uh, other somebody else they taking advantage of these low wages ass bullshit shit that they be giving us you gotta stop getting handouts you gonna do business in the black community you gotta invest in the black community you gotta get back to the black community if you don't fuck with us that's cool get the fuck out of the black community if you ain't about us, get the fuck from around us. Niggas should have burned down every fucking police station in the black community. We're not doing police anymore. And if we do, we're going to rebuild this shit from the ground up and we're we're policing ourselves in our community. Just like the motherfucking... Natives, We got, y'all killed us with impunity, with lawlessness, and now we are a law upon ourselves. We'll deal with us. If we're outside of our area and we get caught up fucking with one of y'all people, okay, we in your system. With y'all coming in our communities and harassing us and telling us what the fuck we need to do and get down on the floor, All the other, fuck all that shit. That's done. If we was really on our shit, that's what the fuck we would be doing right now. Not burning down Target. If we it up in Target, we running up in Target for the revolution. Not to motherfucking get our house together or get 30 pairs of motherfucking Nikes. Or a TV. Or some jewelry. We're getting food to feed our people. That need it. Supplies to take care of the motherfuckers that need to get taken care of. And paper to finance this motherfucking revolution. And fuck all this protesting shit. We're going to continue protesting. National Guard is out here. Police is on our ass heavy. Protests should only be as a distraction. We're going to draw all the National Guard and police over to this side of town. And hey, y'all, group of... T- niggas y'all got two groups go hit this bank over there and hit this store over here and bring that shit back so we can make sure our folks is straight while we distract them up that's the kind of tactics niggas got to use we also got to use the above table tactics of putting pressure on anybody that fuck with our enemies with our capital and our currency which is not only paper but also moral sympathy if you fuck with the police we don't fuck with you simple as that your school has a contract with the police we will not send our kids to that school or matter of fact we taking this school over this is now a community school we gonna decide the motherfucking curriculum We gotta stop asking motherfuckers and start demanding what the fuck we want that's revolution running around mad and just doing what the fuck you want to do and thinking this is a goddamn party you is gonna get your ass smoked cause these motherfuckers is not playing it's time we stop fucking playing we playing revolution right now and that's just fucking confusion this nigga's really tired of this shit or y'all just want a little shopping spree before we get back to regular life y'all want revolution or y'all want to continue with this mass confusion being manipulated used, abused and to be on the bottom level serving the upper elites for eternity If we are going to stay in this motherfucking country and try to do this melting pot shit and claim America as our own, it is not enough to. No, uh, I changed my mind. It is no longer enough merely to break the branch of the enforcement arm of the law. We must attack the legislative, the executive. We must attack the fourth branch which is news and media and we must motherfucking attack the goddammit corporations goddammit we gotta cut the whole fucking tree down or at least get from up underneath its power to destroy our lives and that's the motherfucking exposition we need revolution is niggas still scared of revolution or your fear of still dealing with this mass confusion enough to get you motivated to do something that is actually effective? We got to come together. You feel me? That's why I feel like this was deliberately done to destroy our food stores. Destroy our resources. To destroy use our own anger to implode us and also make us completely dependent upon the system and the white daddy of government to now come in and repair and help us because we're really fucked we cannot go to white daddy we must come together and figure out how to get through this shit ourselves and first thing we gotta do is check ourselves It's got to be black first. It's got to be black led. It's got to be for us by us. The same mentality that we had before of riding on anybody that fucked with our individual family members, clicker gang or whatever the fuck it was has now have to extend to black people as a whole. We got to get the fuck niggas up out of here. Because they're causing more mass confusion. And as long as they're here, we'll never have revolution. We got to get everybody on the fucking same page. We got to stop bickering publicly. We got to stop motherfucking denouncing ourselves publicly. If you got something to say to these motherfuckers out here that's doing something that you don't motherfucking like, address them and stop bashing each other on the fucking internet. Address the group. Take these motherfuckers by the hand and talk to them. Do something. But crying on the internet ain't gonna get it done. Parroting and white supremacist motherfucking talking points ain't gonna get it done. Sitting here arguing back with your so-called allies about how the fuck we supposed to do this or why are you burning down your own communities ain't gonna get it done. Listening to any of that bullshit ain't gonna get it done. These youth is ready to ride. They need motherfucking direction, guidance, and we need to motherfucking get ourselves on code, so we know what the fuck we're doing here. But we're setting these little niggas up to end up in jail, be further oppressed, beaten, and killed in the motherfucking street while we sit here on the internet talking about what the fuck is going on. Time to get involved, y'all. Time to get on the streets. Time to get to know your neighbors. Time to start to build the community. Time to find out what it is that people need. It's time to start servicing the needs of our own people and we in dire need right now. We need food, we need clothing, we need shelter. That's big business, bitch. So let's stop crying about being broke. Put our motherfucking minds together and make, to make that money that we make in this society start to work for us. That's the exposition. Thank y'all for stopping out tonight. Hope I ain't talking circles too much. This is a lot on my mind. Anyways, I'll see y'all on the next episode.